First Corinthians, the 14th chapter. Let's start from the 13th verse. First Corinthians 14, verse number 13 coming. Oh, then Kida Suki Lavraha Jesaya Metoski Parakido Skefe Koroboske Venesia Bedivraha de Soto Kidi Brahandini Massa Kovrehediski Franta Satene Brahosko Branda de Besaya Ka Tofrehede Sete Kadaba. I'm seeing a thought. I saw a thought running about. I saw a thought running about. There's someone here, you've been having thoughts of suicidal. You've been having thoughts, thoughts of suicidal. If it is, you message me privately now. Thank you, Lord. All right. First Corinthians 14, 13 coming down. Yes, uh, who wants to read it for us? Now let's go ahead. Yes, please. Thank you, sir, for this opportunity. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 13. He says, Therefore, let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. Okay. What is the conclusion? Continue. Yes, 15. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the spirit and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the spirit and I'll also sing with the understanding. Very, very technical terms, very used here. I hope everyone can hear me very well. I hope everyone can hear me. Very technical terms that Apostle Paul used here. And in this writing, he begins to bring an understanding on speaking in tongues. And All right, I'll pray for you. Okay, I'll pray for you. Is the devil? You will go. All right. So he says, therefore, let him, you know, therefore let him who speaks in a tongue, pray that he may interpret. Now, this particular tongues speaking that he was talking about was the prophetic tongues. For those of you who have been here, I've shared with you the kinds of tongues. They are not types. They are kinds. These are two different things. When we say something is a type, it means, you know, there are differences. So a pen, you know, a pencil is all used for writing. So it's some types of writing materials. But when we say kind, it means it is the same thing, but in different manner. I hope everyone can hear me. I hope everyone can hear me. Right. So in this, in this sense, in this particular scripture, he's speaking about the kinds. And he says, let him that speak in tongues, pray that he may what interpret. And this one, he was talking about the prophetic tongues. When you begin to speak in tongues and by the spirit, you begin to interpret what you said. Now, I want to say something. That tongues is not translation. It is interpretation. That tongues is a language, right? It's a language. So you don't translate, you interpret so it's like I write a math question on the board. One plus one is equal to one X minus three plus four. Then I begin to share with you what I wrote on the board. In my mind, I understand what I wrote. I wrote one plus one X plus one is equal to Y plus S. 
in my mind, I understand what I wrote. But for you to grab what I wrote, I have to bring an interpretation to it, not a translation to it. Please, do you all understand this? Do you understand this? So there is a kind of tongues that need an interpretation. Now, in Paul's writing here, he says, let him that speaking in the tongue. That tongue, that, the kind, that kind of tongue is not for self-edification. It is for the body's edification. That kind of tongue is not for self-edification. It is for the body's edification. So what if you are praying and that kind of tongues begins to step out of your mouth? For example, you'll be praying, Rabba, Shabba, Laba, Laba. And all of a sudden, you begin to realize it looks like your tongue just changed. I remember some time ago, I was praying, and I heard myself sounding different than the tongue I know I pray. Then by that tongue, I knew that I need an interpretation to it. Then I begin to ask the Spirit of God, and He begin to interpret to me. Normally, those kind of tongues, in as much as the Spirit of God, of God would interpret it to you, it is not just for you, it is for the edification of His body. Are you all with me? Are you all with me, please? Are you all with me? Are you getting the wholesome understanding? All right. So in the verse 14, which is my emphasis here, he says, for if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding, that is my mind is unfruitful. If I pray in a tongue, so I begin, and my mind begins to wonder about, who has had that, those experiences before? You begin to speak in tongues and your mind went back to your food you were eating two weeks ago. Hey, Charlie, this food, pa, you know that, you know that. Who has had those experiences before? You were praying and your mind began to wonder about, it's like your mind is going to bring mind, passing, you know, a frontal, you know, your mind begins to wonder about. The Bible says, if I pray in an unknown tongue, it is not your, it is not your mind praying, it is your spirit praying. He says, for if I pray in a tongue, my spirit, someone say my spirit. Oh, I want to hear you. Say my spirit. My spirit. My spirit. Say my spirit prayers. My spirit my prayers. Spirit. <laughs> exactly. So if I pray in an unknown tongue, I begin to pray, and my mind is going everywhere. What is happening is this. You are actually doing the right thing. Hey, he said, what if the wrong things come to my mind? Keep on praying. What thing, a certain vision and imagination of wrong things begin to, my, begin to come to my mind? Keep on praying. But there is another side. Let me finish this one first before I go to the other side. He says, my understanding is untruthful. What is the conclusion then? First Corinthians 14, 15. What is the conclusion then? He says, I will pray with the spirit. I will also pray with the understanding look at where he drew the importance at he says i will pray with where with the spirit don't be quick to speak in english when you begin to pray speak in tongues first are you with me are you with me are you with me you know people they wake up you know they want to pray and they begin father i thank you god i thank you god i thank you god i thank you for my mother God, I thank you for my brother. God, I thank you for my sister. God, I thank you for my... God, I thank you. No. As wonderful as it is, he says, I will pray with the Spirit first. Why do we have to pray with the Spirit first? Because when we pray with the Spirit, we begin to have the right utterance to speak. 
when we pray with the spirit, we begin to have the right utterance. So, when you begin to pray, let's say you, you just want to thank God, right? You begin to speak in tongues. You begin to speak in tongues. Father, I thank you. I praise you with my spirit. Oh, my spirit, sing to the Lord most high. What are you doing? You are bringing out of your spirit the right words to speak to God. God is a king. Never forget. And in this kingdom, it is all about that king. There is a way kings are spoken to. There is a way that God is spoken to. That is the reason why we speak in tongues. And the Holy Spirit will give us the right words to be speaking to God. Are you with me? Is everyone with me here? Yes, Lord. So what would I do? He says, I'll speak in the Spirit. I'll, I'll be praying in the Spirit. He says, uh, uh, um, what is the conclusion then? I'll pray with the Spirit. Learn to speak in tongues. Learn to speak in tongues. All the time, speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. You will always be saying the right things. You will always be saying the right things. You will always be at the right place. Why? Your spirit prayers. Life is spiritual. Every orchestration in the physical had an implantation in the spiritual. Nothing just happens. Something happens because something was done. Things happen because something was done. So if you do nothing, nothing will happen. So learn to speak in tongues. Don't sit there and be, be on your phone. Don't. For example, this is an online meeting. You join an online meeting, you know, we tell you begin to pray. Pray fervently, speak in tongues. What is happening is that what you don't know is happening is that, you know, the Bible says, as every joint supplieth. Right now, I was able to pick up when we were speaking in tongues. I was able to pick up the Holy Spirit, you know, allowed me to see. I saw a demon. Then when that demon, I saw that this demon is a demon of suicidal thoughts. Then I asked and someone just responded, how would I have known? Not only because, you know, I operate in the prophetic only. Not only because of that. But it is also because when we gather as a body, he says, where two or three shall gather in my name, there I am. He is here. But you see, every joint must supply. Are you with me? Are you? Come on, are you with me? Yes, please. Yes, sir. So Paul, so Paul the Apostle will say that. How is it that when he meets, each one have a tongue, each one have a psalm. You know, there is what, when we meet, there is what happens. Now, this is another flip side. The flip side is this. When you begin to pray, you speak in tongues, and your mind begins to wander around. You see, you have control over your mind. You can bring your mind back. So you begin to pray. Hey, Junior, you didn't go and wash the dishes. And you stop praying and you begin to go and wash the dishes. Oftentimes, you have experiences. When you begin to pray, that's when you remember things you are not supposed to do and things you are supposed to do. Yes. The Bible says, take no thoughts. So thoughts can be taken. Thoughts comes to you. But it is up to you to take which one that comes to you. It is God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. Think. So there is that side of prayer that your mind has to be involved. 
you see, I was talking to someone some time ago, and the person told me, oh, sir, I've been praying about this some time ago, and I've had no answer. I've had no answer. I've been praying about it for years, and no answer. And I began to ask this person, what did you pray about? Say, I speak in tongues, you know, I speak in tongues all the time. And when the person was speaking, I wanted to find out what then is really going on. And I asked her, when you are praying and you are speaking in tongues, what do you do? He said, I just speak in tongues. I said, yes, that's the reason why you are not receiving the answer. Because you just don't speak in tongues. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask by praying with your lips. Think, think by controlling your mind. If you are praying sick and you don't see yourself healed, you will never be healed. I want to say that again. If you are praying sick and you don't see yourself healed, you will never be healed. If there is something on your heart, there has been something that has ever bothered you, that is so much on your heart and you are praying about it. Whilst you are praying by your lips, your mind must bring the issue to your, um, to your heart. Your mind must bring the issue on board. So as you are kaba, in your mind, there is some creation going on. Are you with me? Are you with me? In your mind, there is some creation going on. That's where there is no light. In your mind, is casting light to. The de- Listen, the devil is limited in my life. He's not a, he doesn't have any limit to be limited. He's, he's not a factor. He's not a factor. The devil is not a factor. You know, recently, you know, I heard someone, you know, crying. Oh, sir, you know, I'm scared that this will happen to me. I told the person, look, as far as I'm concerned, if I don't happen to things, things cannot happen to me. Ah, this guy, I knew you are proud. It's not, it's not proudness. This is my identity. This is my reality. This is what Christ has made me to be. <laughs> I meet the right people. Sabra Kovskevedeve. I meet the right people. 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 What did the Bible say? It says the steps of the righteous. My steps are directed. My steps are directed. My steps are directed. I am at the right place at the right time. I am at the right place at the right time. I am at the right place at the right time. I am at the right place at the right time. I am at the right place at the right time. I am at the right place at the right time. Oh, Sefakel Parakata. What happened yesterday has happened, but you can decide what will happen tomorrow. I want to say that again. What happened yesterday has happened, but you, you can decide what will happen tomorrow. There is no solution outside God's word. Stay with the word. There is no solution outside God's word. Stay with the word. David said, your word have I hidden in my heart. Your word have I hidden in my heart. So, by this, I want us to pray again. I've shared with you what to do in prayer. Involve your understanding. Last, um, for those who were here, I believe when we started the fasting, I shared with you involving your emotions. 
So today I've shared with you involving your mind. This is all part of the school of prayer. I'll be tipping in just like that as we keep going. Involving your mind. Father, in the name of Jesus. So there are some times, you know, when you involve your mind, your mind seems empty. You can create. 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 Now faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. Oh boy. Faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. Faith, faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. Faith is the substance. So when I'm praying, I'm not praying to get. I have the substance. I have the substance. You see, when there is a need, for example, I want to be, sometimes I want to be so practical so that all of you will begin to be able to live this life. When there is a need, let's say you have to buy something, you have to pay for something. Your first point of contact must not be anybody. Go on your knees. Go on your knees. Go on your knees. I remember I've shared this story, and it's not a story, this testimony with most of you before. I had to pay $2,000, or I'll be, you know, they would deport me back to Ghana. I mean, that was impossible, but, anyways. They, they tried. I mean, I had to pay $2,000. Fate. How did I pay it by? Fate. I said, okay, I'll pay. I went on my knees. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus. You know, immediately I received that email. The thought came to me. Oh, let me call this person and borrow. Call this person and borrow. And guess what? If I had called all of them, they would have given me the money without hesitation. But faith is the substance. I went on my knees. I said, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, your word has said, I will borrow from none, but I will lend to nations. And you supply all my needs according to your riches in glory in Christ Jesus. I thank you that this money is paid. In Jesus' name. I got up from my knees. I went about my day. How the $2,000 came into my account to be paid today, I can't explain. Faith is the substance. The substance, the substance. When you have that substance, nothing is impossible. You know, I was talking to a dear friend and this person was asking me, I told the person, you know, our budgets for regeneration the previous days, um, this year. And I mean, 15, 15, 15,000 pounds. That was no joke. The person asked me, how did you pay for it? And I said, God did. <laughs> and asked, oh, no, who's, who's, whose bill was it? I said, God's bill. Ah, man, it will be supplied for. Are you with me? Are you with me? You see, the Bible says that even the hair on your head, it is numbered. It is coded. God cares so much attention to detail. How much more you? For those of you who saw my post on my birthday, the picture I posted on my birthday, 
the last picture was you have heard this statement before lily of the valley right you have heard those lily of the valley is in the scripture that he is a very modern he is the lily of the valley when you look at that last picture that is the lily of the valley such a beautiful flower one of the most beautiful flower in the whole world and guess what god dresses it the bible jesus was giving an explanation he says if he dresses the lily how much more you if the lily is here today and tomorrow it is gone that is have you ever thought about this the best in the air the best in the air the best in the air they have no father they have no mother all what they do is qua 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 but every day they are satisfied what does that tell you god cares god cares about you he does care about you if you were the only person left on earth jesus would have still died this is not this is not something to just excite or tickle you no no it, even if you are not tickled it is the truth is my father is my shepherd so i want us to lift up our voice in prayer again for the next segment because i want to share with hey sorry me the five minutes panel look at the time anyways <laughs> i want to share with us some important statement but i want us to pray all right I want us to pray or mute yourself and speak in tongues speak in tongues while you are praying some of you are going to see visions the lord is going to speak to you write them down sorry write them down the lord will speak to you write it down whatever he tells you write it down if he doesn't speak to you or if you don't hear don't worry don't worry just speak in tongues right speak in tongues i want everyone everyone or mute yourself lift up your voice and begin to pray lift up your voice wherever you are lift up your voice Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Lift up your voice. Don't sit there emotionless. The book of Psalms, chapter number 65, verse 11. Quickly, let's read it. We'll keep on praying for the next four minutes. Then I'll share God's word with us. Psalm 65, verse 11. Please if you have opened it then you read it for us okay Psalm 65 verse the number 11 Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord Psalm 65 verse 11 Yes please sir It says thou crownest the year with thy goodness and thy paths drop fatness Says that under the year with thy goodness, and your pass. The other translation says your cut overflows with abundance. Twenty 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 three has not yet ended, and this goes where he says we will crown the year with. Lift up your hands, Kadaba Super Saturday. Hey, don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. Lift up your hands. Receive these words. He says you crown the year with your bounty and your cuts. low with abundance lift up your hands kadiva hasonde lebovska barakatosai lift up your hands and receive these words oh thank you jesus rakovski brente de proska pranta you finish this year well amen you finish this year better better amen adabasu frahatadabasa the grace of god will be evident on your life 
by the power of the Ghost. He says the year, he says you crown the year with bountiful harvest. This year will be crowned with bountiful harvest unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost. I want you to affirm these words with me. Say, I crown this year. This year, I crown this year. Say, I crown this year. I want to hear you very well. Say, I crown this year. I crown this year with bountiful harvest. With bountiful harvest. Say it again. Say, I crown this year. I crown this year with bountiful harvest. With bountiful harvest, my cars are overflowed with abundance. My cars are overflowed with abundance. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. As this year draws to an end. As this year draws to an end. I finish more stronger. I finish more stronger. I finish more stronger. I finished this year in wonderful health. I finished this year in wonderful health. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My work with God is beautified even as the year ends. My work with God is beautified even as the year ends. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The spirit of God of the Lord helps me. The spirit of the Lord helps me. The spirit of the Lord leads me. The spirit of the Lord leads me. The spirit of the Lord directs me. The spirit of the Lord directs me. I know what to do even as this year ends. I know what to do even as this year ends. Of Jesus Christ. Father, in the I name thank you. of Jesus Christ. Right now, I pray for you. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name. This year, ah, your brother, the sewer. You will see your goodness. We we'll end this year with testimonies of your love, testimonies of your favor, testimonies of your glory, testimonies, evidential testimonies of who you have made us to be. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh, amen. 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 Hey, Charlie, the amen, no, should I, you know, do you need water? Do you want to eat? Amen. 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 Yeah, now that you are talking, uh, amen, amen. What's that? All right, so a bit of announcement there is that just before I share with us, for those of us in the UK, on the 19th, of January, we are having a meeting with Pastor Nelson, and it will be in London, right? It will be in London. Uh, it's a collaborative meeting. So, for those of us who would like to serve, please message me uh, or message your soul leader. I, I want I want every one of you in the UK to be there. I want everyone to be there. It will be on the 19th of January, and it will start at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. So notice, no, notice no, no, the date. No, 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 no. <laughs> notice the dates down. All right. Notice the dates down. So 19th of January. Um, I'll share the flyer with us. And um, if you like to save too, please. I want everyone to be there. 
And if, as you are going, if you like to serve to make me aware or message your solida, the link to the volunteers group will be sent. It's already with me. The link is already with me. Actually, the group chat is already with me to the volunteers group. So if you want to be a part, once again, message your solida or message me privately. I'll send a link to you, then you join the group and we'll take it from there. All right? All right? Okay? Oh, are we not happy? happy? Yes, please, sir. Glory. <laughs> All right. And for those of you who gave, I provide your offerings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for the most generous people in the whole world. I thank you they will continually have to give. I thank you that they will continually have to give. For those who are not able to give because they do not have, I thank you that from today they are having. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Romans chapter number one. Let's start from verse five. The book of Romans chapter one, verse five. NKJV or ESV translation. Romans the phone woman. Romans chapter one, verse number five. ESV or NKGB. Don't share the screen. Don't share the screen. In the screen share. Please read it for us. Yes, please. It says, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including mm-hmm. you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Verse seven. To all those in whom, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. First, Such- amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much, Esther. Thank you. It says, through whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his namesake, among whom you are also called of Jesus Christ. Listen, being a Christian is a privilege. To be able to say, I am a Christian. To stand and say, I am a Christian is a privilege. And over time, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, I've been, you know, teaching and I've brought to the understanding that to say I am a Christian, it means you've been brought into the experience of God. The experience of God. So Paul the Apostle says, if any man be in Christ, so anyone outside Christ is not a Christian. A Christian is anyone in Christ. So he says, if any man be in Christ. And being in Christ, there are inheritances. There are, there are some certain privileges that you would be able to enjoy. So for example, you know, I heard um, a dear, wonderful man of God. He gave a very beautiful example. And he said that, Every Christian is an ambassador. So, so for those of us, you know, who had traveled before, 
when you go to Ghana from Australia or when you go to the UK from Ghana, there is a Ghana embassy in UK. Everything that pertains to the Ghana embassy in UK is sorted by the Ghana government. Everything that pertains to the, from the well-being to everything, every single detail of the Ghana embassy in the UK or the Nigerian embassy in the UK is sponsored and supported and actually cared for or catered for by either the Nigerian embassy or the Ghana embassy. So to say you are a Christian, you have been brought into this kingdom where you are cared for and catered for by the king. And you see, in this kingdom, you are not a slave. You are a king. Now, you are a king who plays the role of a son, but stands in a position as a priest. I want to say it again. You are a king who plays the role of a son, but stand in the position as a priest. So to say, I am in Christ, there are the responsibilities of being in Christ, there are the privileges of being in Christ, and there are the positional values of being in Christ. The positional values of being in Christ. There is a responsibility of being in Christ. And there is a privilege of being in Christ. So, King Charles, I don't know the name of King Charles. So let's say our old woman, Queen Lizzie. Queen Lizzie's son has a positional place of being a prince, but now a king. But in our kingdom, our position is that we are not just a prince. We have been made kings. According to the book of Revelations, chapter number one, verse five, you can reference it later, but you can just write it down for your knowledge. It says he has made us to be kings and priests to God, his father. So we stand in these two states, but who we are is that we are sons of God. We are sons of this king. To them that believe on his name, he gave them the authority to be sons Every son, because just because you were born by your mom, gives you the right to enjoy everything your mom can provide for. Or just because you were born by your dad, gives you the privileges. There are things you can enjoy by being born by your mom. Are you all with me? Are you all with me? So right now, as all of you are looking at my face, if you were born by... The Nigerian president, I want to mention his name, Tibunu, or it's not, that's not his name, Tibunu or Tibunu. Yes, sir, Tinumbu. Tinumbu, that, you know, you are going to enjoy the privileges of Tinumbu. Why? Because by your position, you were just born by him. You did nothing. Just because you were born by Tinumbu, there are things by privileges you enjoy. Oh, for those of you who have traveled from Ghana, Nigeria with a Ghana passport, do you know that if you were born by the president of Ghana, you don't need a visa. You just have to take your passport and go. 
Oh, yes. For those of you who are in the UK today and are now, you know, wanting to get the UK citizenship, do you know that if you were just, just born, just born there, just born there, you don't have to do anything, you don't have to even breathe, just be born there. You would enjoy the privileges of a British citizen because of the position you came from. So, so is, it is for us in Christ. In Christ, there are privileges we enjoy. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10, he says, I have come that you may have life and have this to the fullest. Let's read that scripture. But in the Amplified Translation, John 10, 10, Amplified. Oh, Vediki Livrahatovsk, Ibra and Discata, Vekatovsky Vrahitelebi. Thank you, my father. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Esther, kindly read for us. Yes, please, sir. Um, it says, the thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I come mm -hmm. that they may have life and have it in abundance to the full, so it overflows. Till it overflows. Till it overflows. Look at it in the message translation. You love the message translation. Just the verse 10. The message translation starts from the verse 6. But just cut it to the verse 10. Okay, okay, it says, I came so, uh huh. Yes, I came. Sorry, okay, I came so that they may, I came so they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. More and better life than they ever dreamed of. These are positional privileges, more, number one, and better than you have ever dreamed of. Oh, you are preaching the prosperity gospel. What else did Jesus come to do? What else did he come to do? What else? He says that he came to steal, kill and destroy. He says, I've come that ye may have life. So the first privilege of every child of God is that there is life. Nothing dies around me. There is, I'm so full of life. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm so full of life. Just because you accepted his lordship. These are the first privileges. He says, I came so they may have real. <laughs> this life is a real life. He says that they may have real and eternal life. So by by the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and not only his coming, by my acceptance of Jesus Christ, the first privilege I enjoy is the privilege of eternal life. It is a truth. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? You don't have the same life as every other human being who is not saved. So if, if you know, Someone who is not saved gets sick. My stomach, oh, oh God, my stomach. God, come and heal my stomach. And you who is saved, you are saved. You don't say, you don't say and react as though you don't know who you are. So despise what you see, it does not change who you are. So our affirmations remain who we are. So this is where faith comes in. Faith is the consistent affirmation of our reality regardless 
what our eyes can see. I want to say it again. Faith is the consistent affirmation of our reality, regardless what our eyes can see. Consistent affirmation. He says, I have come that you may have life. Let, let's look at First uh, John. Let's look at First John. First John chapter 5, verse number 13. First John chapter 5, verse number 13. Yes, Esther. Yes, please, um, KJV says, These things have I written unto you, that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and ah. that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Ah. These things, these things have written unto you. So whenever you pick up your Bible and you begin to read, it is written unto you just so that you know that you have eternal life. So whenever these words are being spoken to you, as I'm communicating these words to you, it is to bring to you the knowing that you have eternal life. What is eternal life? Eternal life is the very life and nature of God in us. It's the life and nature of God in us. So in Hebrews chapter 5, verse number 1, he says, my brethren, he says, partakers of the divine core. Read Hebrews 5. Let's look at Hebrews 5, verse 1. Yes, please. It says, for every high priest taken from among men is ordained is ordained Hebrews for men three. in things. Hebrews 3. Hebrews 3, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. It says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Look, look at that statement there. He says, therefore, or wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of heavenly calling. So by eternal life, you are a partaker of heaven assignment, heavenly calling. In Romans chapter 8, now Paul will begin to write and he will say that ye are now co-heirs with Christ. Co-heirs with Christ. These are the privileges. Oh, sir, this thing is bothering my mind. Yes, but what did Jesus say? Take no thoughts. Paul would now come and write, be anxious about nothing. Why? Because who you are is bigger than what you see. I am a particular of heavenly assignments. I'm a particular of heavenly assignments. I'm a particular of heavenly assignments. I'm a particular of heavenly assignments. So when we step everywhere, Jesus has stepped everywhere. He says Christ in you. He said, this is a mystery that was hidden. Ah, this new birth. My, my dear brothers and sisters listening to me, 
It is a truth. This new birth, it is a truth. It is a truth that every day your life will glow. Every day there will be something different about you. He said it is an ever-increasing glory. An ever-increasing glory. He says of his fullness have we all received. Grace to grace. My dear brethren, this is the truth. Begin to live it. This is who he has made you to be. Repeat after me. This is who he has made me to be. This is who he has made me to be. Oh, come on. I want to hear your voice. Say, this is who he has made me to be. This is who he has made me to be. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say it again. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So the first privilege of being a Christian is that you have, you know, the message translation puts a real and better life than you've ever dreamed of. That life, that is the life that lives above sickness. That is the life that lives about, you know, needing things and wanting things. This is a kind of life. He says, partakers of the heavenly core. You've been brought into a holy assembly where the gathering of God is. In Christ Consciousness Part 1, I, I, I explained a bit of this. That you see, whenever you get saved, you've been brought into the presence of God. And let me use this opportunity to also say this to you. All right? Whenever you pray, by this understanding, right? Don't begin to ask God, God, let your presence go with me. Let your presence be with me. The presence is where you are. What did I say? The presence is where you are. Where you are. Oh, say it again. The presence is where I am. The presence is where I am. Say it again. The pre- His presence is where I am. His presence is where I am. In Ephesians chapter 1, you begin to say that thanks be to God and to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has, you know, he has made us sit with him in high places. My dear brethren, this is our life. This is our truth. Eternal life is a truth. And that is the life that you see, when you were born again, the life of your parents was supplanted by the life of God. So what you now have is the life of God. Someone say, I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. Oh, I have the life of God in me. I have the life of God in me. I live above limitations. I live above above limitations. In the name of Jesus. In the name name of Jesus. Jesus. It is a truth. Let me quickly share the second one. So the first one is that we have eternal life. That is the first privilege. The second privilege uh, is in John chapter 3, verse number 16. Oh, this is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. My brothers and sisters, you love this. John 3, 16. Yes, Esther, read it for us. Everyone knows this scripture, but read it for us. Yes, please, sir. It says, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him 
should not perish <laughs> but have everlasting life. Oh boy. Mm. oh boy. The next privilege of being a Christian is a privilege that you are the beloved of God. You are the beloved of God. You are the beloved of God. So before Christ, before Jesus died and resurrected, he says he, he was his only begotten. But after his resurrection, I am his beloved. I'm his beloved. So if God is thinking about anything, he's thinking about me. For God so loved the world. He so loved me. When the Bible says the world, he's trying to specify. He so loved me. These are privileges. Any parent who give birth to any child loves their children. True or true? Oh, true or true? It is very rare. It is very rare for any mom not to love their children. So the Bible will now, um, you know, come to say the book of Isaiah. It says, if a nursing mother would not forget his children, how much more would God forget you? That is the reason why our response to anything is thanksgiving known to our God. I want you to say it. Our my response. My response. My response. My response. to my father. It's thanksgiving to my father. Yes. 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 He says, pray without ceasing. Give thanks always. Give thanks always. For this is the will of God for you in Christ. So in Christ Jesus. Our response always is thanksgiving. What shall we say of these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He says, neither death, nor life, nor demons, nor angels, nor things on earth or things to come can separate me from the love of God. I am his beloved. I am his beloved. He says, God, who so greatly loved us, that whilst we were yet still sinners, Christ died. He so greatly loved us. He so greatly loved us. In, in Romans chapter 8, verse 32, it says, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us. He did not spare his own son. Jesus was his own son. Jesus was his, his own self. He did not spare himself. He gave up himself. He gave up. Oh, boy. <laughs> In Philippians chapter 2, he says, He who did not consider equality with God something to behold, but he made himself of no reputation, taking off the form of a man. He was humble and obedient even the, unto the cross. But now, God has given him a name that is above every other name. That are the name of Jesus. That is why we use the name of Jesus. Why? Because we are his beloved. So when you stand to use the name, Peter and John, when they met the guy at the gate of uh, Beautiful, they told him, Silver and gold have I now. What I have, I give you in the name of Jesus. This is our privilege. The next privilege is that we have his name. So the first one, you have eternal life. The second one is that we are his beloved. The next one, we have his name. Oh boy. I want us to read the book of Acts. 
the book of Acts chapter number three. Let's start from verse 12. Oh, thank you, Lord. Kaya, Kaya. Oh, Sabranta. I'm boiling. I'm boiling in the power. Ah! Woo! Shaya Kados. Ah, the poor of God is sweet. Ah, woo! Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead. Yes, please, sir. Mm-hmm. Verse 12, it says, when Peter, okay, it says, when Peter saw this, he said to them, fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness, we have made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers has glorified his servant, Jesus. You handed him over to be killed and you disowned him before Pilate though he had decided mm-hmm. to let him go. You disowned the holy and righteous one and asked that a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him mm-hmm. from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and now was and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name, and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. It is... Ah! I found it. I found the secret to life. I found it. I found it. I found it. Oh, boy. Did you just say that? Did, did you just did you just read that in your Bible? I found it. Oh, this is the secret. This is the secret. Look, everyone. Look, look. Oh boy, I found it. Sickness disappears. I found it. I found the truth. He says, look at it. <laughs> he says in the verse 16, he says, and his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong. Through faith in his name. Through faith in his name. He says it is his name, number one. Through faith in his ah, I found it. I found it. So everything can be done in his name. And everything can be done through faith in his name. Man, I'm building the largest church in the world. Ha! I found it. I've seen it. In the name of Jesus, nothing is impossible with me. Kadaba Satayaba. He says, yes, the faith which comes through him has given this. So when we pray for the sick, the sick do not get healed because we prayed for long hours. The sick get healed because through faith in his name. Ah! My knees are met not because I prayed for long hours. My knees are met because I prayed through his name. Hey, I prayed in his name. I prayed in his name. I prayed in his name. Let's look at John chapter 14. Ah, Kaya Bada Basaya. John chapter 14. Let's start from verse 14. John 14, 14. Oh boy. Oh boy, what a wonderful truth. This is the truth, my brothers and sisters. You can live this life. Ah, so yeah, 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 yeah. John 14, 14. Yes, please. It says, you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. Read, read the KJV or NKJV. Okay. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, but yes, please, sir. It says, uh-huh. if ye shall ask any if ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. <laughs> oh boy, the devil is in trouble. 
what do you want? What, what can you see that you think this will bring glory to God? Look at the scripture. Look at that scripture again. John 14, 14. I want you to read it aloud now. Look, look, in, look into your Bible and read that scripture aloud. Look into your Bible. Read it aloud to yourself. Or mute yourself and read it. Read it aloud. John 14, 14. Read it aloud. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Ah, read it aloud one more time. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Did you see it? Did you see it? Yes, can you tell me yes, you are limited if you are seeing this? How are you limited if you are seeing this? Man, I'm limitless. I'm limitless. He says that at the name, not even at the mention, at the name, not even at the mention. Let's look at Philippians chapter 2. Let's start from verse 7. Philippians 2. Let's start from verse 7. The book of Philippians chapter 2, verse number 7. Hey, 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 my life has seen this light. I have a course. Philippians 2. Let's start from verse 7. It said, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Ah, ah hey. Hey, 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 hey. Go on, go on. Mm. <laughs> That's at the name of Jesus. Every knee shall name bow. Jesus. Every knee name. should bow. <laughs> That's at the name, not even at the mention. At the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow. This is, this is, this is not, oh boy, this is the truth. I have the name. You have the name. So like Peter, you see, like Peter, you walk under this consciousness that if he says sovereign God have I none, what I have, what did he have? He had the name. What I have, what did he have? He had the name. Then Peter's response in Acts 3, he begins to tell them, why do you look at us as if by our own godliness did we make this man strong? He begins to question them. He says, why do you look at me as if by my own strength I made this man strong? He says, it is by faith in his name and faith that comes through his name. I now begin to understand how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good, healing all that were sick. Ah, Yamasatayava. That same Jesus. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he did it yesterday, he is doing it today. Forever he will do it. And God has given him a name that is above every other name. A name that is above every other name. That adds the name of Jesus. My dear brethren, you have not used the name. You haven't been using it. All this while you haven't been using it. All this while you haven't been using it. From today, at the name. 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 
you are in school. In the name of Jesus, this school I'm completing. You are about to start school. In the name of Jesus, this, this school will be a success. You are about to start a business. In the name of Jesus, this business is a success. You keep saying it. Remember what I said. Faith is a consistency of our confession. Regardless of what we see. Ayaba, faith, the consistency of our confession of our reality. My goodness. My goodness. My goodness. My goodness. Every door opens to me. Every door opens to me. There is no door shut before me. There is no door shut before me. There is no door shut before me. Ah, Yamasanda. This is my substance. My substance is at the name. Larry, how are you going to do this? I'll do this at the name. Junior, how would this be possible at the name? That's why he sent us to proclaim his name to the nations. You see, let me let me show you one beautiful thing about that name. All right. Turn to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter number three, verse 15. It says, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, amen. Go on, go on, go on. That that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. You see, he says, that's whom, that's whom, you see. He says that the family on earth and in heaven derives its name. Who you are is Christ on earth. You derive your name. The name of a man sometimes depicts the nature of that man. The name, so when we hear Jesus, what we hear is authority. When we hear Jesus, what we hear is power. When we hear Jesus, what we hear is sonship. Now he begins to say that of whom all the family on earth and in heaven derives his name. Oh boy. I've explained this to you before. The family on earth is the saints that are alive and the family in heaven is the saints that has gone to be with him. We all derive our name from his name. The name of the Lord Jesus has been named on us. Are you with me? The name of the Lord Jesus has been named on us. You don't have to go through it anymore. You can stand every day. You stretch forth your hands towards it. In the name of Jesus. Peter told that man. He said. Silver and gold have I none. What I have. I give you. But let me flip the coin. You see. It wasn't John who spoke. It was Peter who spoke. Peter did not have money. Probably John had money. So if it was John who spoke, John would have given money instead of Jesus. But probably too, John would have announced Jesus to the person. Listen, what we go out to announce is the name of Jesus. Who you are 
you derive your name from his name. So if your name is called Daniel, before Daniel is Christ. Are you with me? Are you with me? So what you announce is his name. Are you with me? Are you with me? Be known for Jesus. Be known for Jesus. Be known for him. Be evidently known for Jesus. What shall be said about you? I am known for Jesus. Are you with me? I'm known for Jesus. I'm known for Jesus. In my generation, I'll be known for Jesus. In my generation, I will be, I will be known for him. Whoever you are, lift up your voice. I'm going to pray. Lift up your voice. I'm going to pray.